that's not that's not any Lennox. That was my brother Joe. You would think it was. This is the premise is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Episode forty seven. Yes. Right? Yep. So welcome to or welcome back. If this is your first one, <laughs> we're thrilled you're here. We're thrilled you're here. If you're coming back, hey. Honestly. What a delightful surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to say, where you been? Oh, wait, no, you're coming back. Yeah, you're coming back. Yeah, so. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Joe's still getting over his cold a little bit, but oh, that's I'm okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. You have a like a dusky Angie Harmon vibe going oh, on right now. I do like an Angie Harmon vibe. Who don't? Right. Who? Well, Jason Seymour, they got divorced. Oh, well, wow. <laughs> That is, that's, that's, we are in, we're, we haven't a, even, was, we haven't even eclipsed a minute yet. He was a safety in the New, with, for the New York Giants. He time. was. Yes, he was. He wasn't very good. All righty. Not good enough for Angie Harmon. Who is? Fair Nobody. point. Sam Waterston. God. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely he is. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, can we have a whole episode dedicated to Sam Order and Sam Waterston? <laughs> we'll get him to guest host. Oh. He was in Newsroom, too. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal in Newsroom. Charlie. Girl! <laughs> we were just, like, yelling across the room. Oh, he's so good. Um, I have an, some news for you, Joe, from Florida. Is it from Newsroom? It's and it's not. It's from 2018 again. Just in episode 46, we had John and Derek who got in a little bit of trouble. A little bit of bull trouble. A little bit of bull costumes. A little bit of ragu, not prego. Do, what kind of spaghetti sauce do you, do you prefer, have a preferred sauce? No, like, I, I don't really know if I do. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just like whatever's there. I'm not a very. I don't know that my sauce palette is that sophisticated. Pff, I call baloney on that. With the just amount be- of sauce that's passed between those beautiful lips <laughs> in, in the last forty odd years. Just because there's been a lot of spaghetti that I've consumed doesn't mean that I've been like taking time. Obviously. To distinguish the sauce. Yeah, because frankly, you could give a crap. I'm just trying to just, <laughs> just york that thing just down. Just, just, just get that, possible. get it just, in your I, belly. I need that angel hair pronto. <laughs> Why don't I already have it? I need 100 cc's. <laughs> How do you want this article? Uh, well, last time you just gave me the headline. It's true. This time I would like the crime. And we did say malai, right? We're, may we're, lie. May lie. May lie. May lie. Emily. The arrest affidavit. So, um, yeah, do you have, like, the charges? Ooh, let's see here. Um, I, I'll say theft. Mer- a petty merchant theft charge. There we go. Right. Petty merchant theft charge. Petty means small, right? Petty. Yeah, I think I think that, in, or it's, you know, like, yeah, it's so petty. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of... silly. Yeah, like, it's just so, like, I can't believe he did that. Which... Might, might come true here. Man busted trying to steal full rack of ribs stashed in his pants. I don't blame him for that. <laughs> Not one bit. A Florida man with a feast stuffed in his pants was arrested trying to sneak out of a grocery store, police said. Malai was taken into custody on a petty merchant theft charge after walking out of the Ryan's Market IGA store in Indian Town on December 15th. How many men in Florida do you think use a pickup line that sounds like, I have a feast stuffed in my pants? <laughs> <laughs> too like, many. I was gonna say like two out of every three. <laughs> Just <laughs> like too many. Yeah. I mean, granted, one is too many. And enough so that the people receiving the pickup line are. I've heard this before. If I had yeah. a nickel, if I had a nickel for, for every, every time, feast, every feast that's been advertised in a pair of pantaloons <laughs> in this state, alleged feast, alleged feast, and alleged pantaloons. 
So the Martin County Sheriff's Office told Fox News um, that an arrest affidavit viewed by tcpalm.com said that Malai, quote, removed a full rack of ribs from his waistband. Mm. A further search uncovered. Ooh, what else you got? This is where we get into it. Ooh, what do you got? This is nine pieces of fried chicken. That's impressive. Two packs of hamburger buns. Some mashed potatoes. What? And police said Malai, who smelled of booze and was intoxicated, swiped the items from the store. Wait, wait, wait. A full rack of ribs. Full rack of ribs. And now they say when you get into it, in his waistband. So it's like a WWE championship belt. It's like a championship belt. Of ribs. That's fantastic. (laughs) Well, that makes sense because then he's got room down the legs for the burgers and the chicken wings. Uh, like nine pieces of fried chicken. It does not like, say. His time pants out. had to have been tied off at the bottom. Ta- like right? pegged. Yeah. Like when we were in junior high. My mom probably did it. <laughs> like she pegged yours. She did. <laughs> but this is just nine pieces of fried chicken. No one said wings. No and one said even, wings. It doesn't even say it's in a container. It could just be. Just rando fried chicken. Drop. Just dropping, dropping drumsticks down your pants. <laughs> like, could you imagine if you were just at like Giant Eagle with your little cart and you look over and there's a guy just like being all deceptive and he just. Drops a drumstick down his pants. It's bad enough. Like, like how would you, you react to that? It's bad enough if you, when I see someone like grazing, like pluck a grape or something oh, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. I, no, I'm not down for that. Yeah. Homie, don't play that. Yeah. But if I saw someone straight up put a chicken thigh down his pants. I'm there for that. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to like follow that around. What's happening yeah. next? Well, yeah. I'm live tweeting that stuff. Yeah. Like where did you, what decisions did you make in your life? Mm-hmm. To where you got to this point. Mm-hmm. What happened that morning? What happened that morning? Where'd you wake up? <laughs> where where were you when you woke up? And did you realize, oh crap, I don't have any money for Wendy's today. I guess I'll just go jack a drumstick. Here's the thing though. So we got a rack of ribs, nine pieces of fried chicken, two packs of hamburger buns, but That's no crazy. hamburgers. We probably had those at home. Oh. You probably got them the previous day. <laughs> and some when, he stole, when he stole hamburgers, deviled eggs, and you know, I don't corn know. Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. And an eggplant. Some some mashed and the mashed potatoes. Are we talking about like the box? That's got to be like a tub or something. Yeah, I doubt he just like went to the deli counter and just boom. You know, like the hot the hot bar. You know that they have. I don't even. I picture him using his hand, (laughs) not even a spoon. He's just he's just just like just just stuffing it in. And then he probably like sits down. He's like, "Mm, that's buttery. That's (laughs) oh crap! I forgot the gravy. I'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Who smelled of booze and was intoxicated. I would believe both of those statements. Honestly, are. like, I hope so. Yeah. Because we need some kind of explanation for the chicken wings. Yeah. Do you think he, like, separated them? Like, that had to have been a whole barbecue. Like, a whole cookout he was having. And someone, oh. and he probably just told your buddy, hey, steal some hamburgers on the way over. I'll, yeah. I'll steal the rest. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> so, did he put the chicken down one side and put the mashed potatoes down the other? I would think so. Because you don't, because some people don't like their, yeah. yeah, some people don't like their food next. Yeah. He's respectful. Yeah, and the hamburger buns were probably in the back of his pants. Oh yeah, so area. yeah, so like someone and like the you know? championship belt. Man, the ribs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is known for stuffing racks of ribs down his trousers. Mm-hmm. Wow, awesome. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Joe, I think you have something for me there. I do. You ready for this? I'm Y'all ready for this. Oh man, dice thing. I like that. I do love that sound. Um, I've got mm-hmm. a scenario for you. Nope. I mean, it's kind of a scenario, but you have to tell. Like, give it to me. <laughs> but it's our take on the uh, it's our take on the F Mary kill, uh-huh. which used to be skydive, send to the moon, and yard work. 
for newbies, that was our season that was one. Season one. Please feel free to just belly flop into those episodes because <laughs> that is just a good time. <laughs> and now that we are firmly entrenched in season two, we're more dare than I say in the second half. Yeah. We're we're like we're in the twilight. We're we're over the hill. We're in the autumn. We are. We are in the autumn of season two. Wow. Leaves are just starting to turn. <laughs> just a little bit of nip in the air in the mornings. <laughs> Still refreshing. We're always refreshing. We're always refreshing. Yeah. All right, so now, but we changed it for season two to who would you go to Las Vegas with? Mm-hmm. Who would you play a video game with? And mm-hmm. which video game? Of course. You know, we're asking to try to be a little bit uh, descriptive. And then who would you ship off to the license plate factory? <laughs> when you say, say it like that, like ship off like it's it's an Alcatraz, but just for license yeah. plates. Yeah, there's just, just one guy. They'll just or one chunk it. And yeah. it's like, it's not even digital. It's, not, it's like analog, like... He or she has to put the actual plate in there after yeah. he cuts it out of the tin, and yeah. then he's got it down, the, like like press the letters into the die and just click dunk, and then that's one, and that's one freaking license plate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, hey, yeah, you better shouldn't keep going. Done, shouldn't have done what you done. Shouldn't have done what you did. Okay, all right, hit me. Uh, like, and I picture the machine as like this huge, overly complicated Rube Goldberg like mousetrap machine. <laughs> like in my head, where like the license plate starts up there, <laughs> and then like like it hits a marble. And the marble goes around like a rat, you know, like that's just that's it starts. It head. starts off by the person just releasing a mouse who nibbles on a piece of cheese. Yeah, and when the cheese is gone, it, like the weight drops on the other side. Right. And, oh yeah, there's there's a lot happening there. I like it. Okay. Uh, we have, I got three people that I rolled for randomly. Okay. All three of whom are straight up your alley Ooh. in various ways. Uh, I would dare say that you personify all three of them at certain points it of your life. Just depends. I don't know. There's only certain people I like up my alley. Just go ahead. I stand by that statement. Well, I'm, the, the, I'm not retracting three, it. That's for sure. Yeah, these three. These three. Like I said, you actually parts of your personality personify all three of these at certain points. That's a good alliteration. Alliter- yeah. Parts of personality personify. Pap pap pap. P cubed. Episode title. <laughs> Number one. P cubed. Oh, and all there. I get there's three G's. P P P for G G G. Gimli. Ooh. Yeah. How does his personality match mine? Well, like in your younger days, you could you were a little. I used to slap around and play video games. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> uh, Gimli. Gimli. Goldblum, comma Jeff. Oh. Stick with the G's. Yeah. You're, you're the quirky smart guy. You got that going for you. Oh, I don't know about that. But and I'm... number three, Gladstone, comma Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So Las so, Vegas. Gimli. Gimli. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum and Joey Gladstone. Joey Gladstone. Las Vegas, license plate factory on Alcatraz. <laughs> license plate Alcatraz. Yeah. I think I've got to send Joey Gladstone to license plate. You better send that guy because who wants to listen to that woodchuck voice? <laughs> it's like, dude, you got one thing. One thing going for that and Alanis Morissette. He's worse. He's, he's like a worse version of Jeff Dunham. Yeah. Yeah, I'll totally give you that. I, I feel like every time, like maybe I could have like a webcam on him, and when he's done with the license plate, I'm like, all right, cut it out. Like, yeah. cut out that license plate. Cut it out. Cut, you know? And he tries to do the woodchuck voice, and I just mute. Like, no. No. No one wants out. to hear you. No, just cut out that license plate. Yeah. Get it done and get out. <laughs> no one cares. I think I Find will. Find someone else to live with, for God's sakes. <laughs> You should be a responsible human. Yeah, like just be an adult. Honestly, like be an adult. You you know he didn't pay rent. 
Oh, there's no way. Heavens no. no way. And he <sighs> fell butt backwards into all of these jobs. When yeah. he was the host of that TV show, yeah. he was the he and Uncle Jesse they the, had the ad. They were yeah. jingle writers. And it was all Uncle Jesse. Come on. Yeah, honestly. With that hair. He was on Star Search on the show. Joey yeah. Gladstone was on Star Search. Yeah. Not Dave Coulier. I would hope not. Because, like, who wants to listen to him do anything? <laughs> Other than Alanis Morissette in 1994. <laughs> I might listen to Dave Coulier narrate his breakfast. I don't know. I mean, he, he probably doesn't eat. He probably doesn't get a good breakfast. <laughs> like, what's the, what's, what do they eat in Canada instead of grits? Pancakes and maple syrup. Probably just snow and maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Come to think of it, with enough maple syrup, I think I would eat that. <laughs> Next up, I will say Gimli is going to be with my video game. Okay. That and makes I sense. feel like. I feel like. I want him to play a game. I, like you could make it easy and he plays a Lord of the Rings game with me mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I but maybe I'd force him to play like Legolas' character oh that would Brian make him mad you know but maybe I play like NHLPA hockey with him <laughs> on like the Sega that we used to play I feel like he'd be a really good hockey player actually. that's what I mean <laughs> he would get it when take he, that axe and give him a stick when he, he would, would he would wreck you oh man put him on defense with Chris Chelios Chris in Chelios, 1993 Chicago seven. Chicago Blackhawks he would lost Colony Roto he would put people on those boards all day long <laughs> but I could just feel him like celebrating he would stand up to celebrate and he'd still be as tall as me when I'm sitting mm-hmm. down it'd be fantastic yeah so then Vegas with Jeff Goldblum I mean it would be hard what would you because do? what would you do it would be hard because there's so just, much just, just, paparazzi around him with words. you know what I mean <laughs> Oh, first of all, we are riding into the strip in a limo. Okay. And Jeff and I are standing, like, we're standing mm-hmm. up. And like we're Tom Hanks and Big. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we're just, like, doing it up. Yeah. You know, standing up as we're, as we're rolling in there. We What, what has the fountain? Bellagio? Bellagio. I feel like we, we make a wish. and we. Th- I feel like you guys, like, run in the water towards each other in the fountain. <laughs> we, like, and run. And it's like a Rocky Apollo hug. <laughs> <laughs> could, I feel like we could like run next to each like yeah, run right go. next to the fountain and then I trip and fall into the fountain or something like mm. that. No, I don't think so. But I I would I would want him to after he wins game after game. Oh, because you know he's killing it. He explains to me mm. how everything works in his and it's like, nonsensical. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, you know the dice, you got to look at the uh, the dealer. It has and the six sides. Yeah, and the uh, yeah, that's good. That was the worst Jeff Goldblum impersonation I've ever been guilty of. I would say second worst. Mine was probably the worst. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll take that. But yeah, I would tell. But maybe see. I feel like we roll in like right around dinner time. We hit like a really nice buffet. Oh, I mean Goldblum's rolling. Right. We, Brad Bellflower. Right. <laughs> we roll in. And um, we, we gamble a little bit. We go up because we we have one hotel room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We take How many beds. We take, <laughs> I'm going to leave that to the listener's imagination. Let Jeff decide. <laughs> I'm going to do like one king. Uh-huh. And there's like a pull out. Like, but yeah. like, I'll sleep on it if you want me to. Yeah. But there's, there's room in there. <laughs> and I did fill the ice bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to dress 
Or maybe Aldrif. Which one would be better dressing like his character in Thor Ragnarok? Do you think he should be dressed like that? or I should Like, I'm picturing like him dressed as Dr. Ian Malcolm in black with the black sunglasses, but... Oh, that would be nice. With, like, the shirt all the way unbuttoned down to his navel. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but just, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't picture him. I don't know. I could see you dressing like his character in Thor Ragnarok, but you look more like Kramer in the Joseph Technicolor Dreamcoat. Done. <laughs> or we could do it like Mariah Carey's Cribs, where we have, like, just wardrobe changes. And oh, we yeah, just, throughout the night, throughout our, our probably three-day weekend, we just dress as different Jeff Goldblum characters, mm-hmm. except for the fly. We're not going to do the fly. Nobody likes that. No, we're not going to yeah. do that part. But yeah, we'll do Jurassic Park, mm. and then we're going to do... Independence Day. Throw a Ragnarok, Independence Day. You guys could you could be Will Smith as Jeff Goldblum? Oh, I'm with cigars God. in your mouth? That's how we walk away from Vegas. That is how you walk away from Vegas. With, and oh. you flick it, and it like, <laughs> the alien spaceship explodes. <laughs> And the gold coins right now. The gold us. coins. There's a gold bloom. <laughs> Cut, print, done. done. All right. Wow. I think I'm, I, I feel like I'm there. Oh, man. That was good. I wish I was. That was very nice. We're going to doll it down. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take this party back to four. Uh, we're going back into Joe's Mystery Corner. Cue the spooky music. I'll tell you what. Doodle doo. No. <laughs> doodle doodle doo. I tell you what. Was either one of those pretty? Your cold is really nice for Joe's mystery. Is corner. it? It is. Mm. What's the name of this mystery? The case movie? of the dead broker, which I didn't pick for that. I picked because I saw the name in the first sentence. Where does this guy get these names? <laughs> Where does he get such wonderful toys? It's like he rolls a ten-sided die, comes up with like a seven. He's like, all right, I need seven letters. <laughs> Mash. And like whatever and just comes grab out. Scrabble letters yeah. out of a bag. Or that. Done. Name. Yeah. Well, no, the die tells him how many letter tiles to pull. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The corpse of Winthrop Perita. <laughs> I didn't mean to derail you. We're not even a full sentence. We're, 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 we're three, we're five words and one Winthrop in. <laughs> how many Winthrops? Just one. Just one so far, but we'll see. The corpse of Winthrop Perita sat facing the ocean on the deserted northern end of the boardwalk at Lido Beach, slumped to the right against the arm of the stone bench. From the bullet wound in the center of the forehead, dried blood descended in a solid line down the right side of the face, staining his white collar and blue dotted gold tie. A trash collector discovered the body at eight this morning, Private Winters told Dr. Halajin. <laughs> Inspector Winters. Like, how does he get a paycheck? Honestly. Dr. Halogene solves everything? Yes. Death occurred between midnight and two this morning, said Halogene. He studied the pistol on the boardwalk. You're convinced it's a suicide? Perrin has been despondent over the recent failure of his brokerage firm, replied the inspector. Last night, he attended a party. Afterward, afterward, the whole group drove out here in several cars to eat hot dogs at Benny's. That's how I feel like stockbrokers celebrate. I feel like that's the stockbroker after party if I've ever heard one. Yeah, that's the after after party. <laughs> Some people say it's the hotel lobby. Some people say it's, it's hot dogs it's on the hot pier. Dogs of Benny. Yeah. It turned cold and a windstorm arose that didn't let up till dawn. Around 11 p.m., Perita excused himself and went outdoors. His friends got worried about him, but after waiting till 1 a.m., they sat in a hot dog restaurant for two hours and didn't go look for this guy. I really got hot dogs at Benny's. How many can you eat in two hours? Did you hear how many Joey Chestnut ate on July 4th? No. For the Nathan's hot dog? 
No. Ten minutes. Give me a number. Ten minutes? Like a reasonable number. Ten. Yeah, no, no, I know. Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say ten minutes. Mm-hmm. No, that's too many. Hold on. In ten minutes, he ate 50. 76. I know. I was beating his previous record of 75. Did he do it because of 1776? Yeah. I don't know. That's great. 76. 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. No buns, right? No, there are buns. Wow. He, he takes the whole thing. Contraption. He, yep. And he dunks it into a glass of water so the bread gets soggy. And then he yorks it. He just and as he's yorking one, he's dunking another. And he's, does he have? He's ambidextrous. Does he even dogging? <laughs> a stomach? He, no, just a gag reflex. He can't. No, he can't. Because he's not chewing. He's just. He's working. He's just yorking and horking. It's oh, it's, oh, okay. All right, we're back to minis. <laughs> so in in that's 120 minutes. These people ate like 7,000 hot dogs. <laughs> Just, if just, our math is just, correct. Just, just some beer math there. <laughs> if our math is correct. So, right. It's approximately 7,000 hot dogs. All right. 11, around 11 p.m., Parita excused himself and went outdoors. His friends got worried about him, but said, yeah, screw it. And they waited around <laughs> till 1 a.m. They figured that he had gone home alone in his car. So they all returned to the city about 2 a.m. This wasn't the first party Parita had moodily walked out of. Nope. This wasn't the first time Parita had moodily walked out of the party in the past few weeks concluded the inspector but nobody suspected he'd ever take his own life he didn't Halajin said you know what do you know I honestly have no idea I, I don't have the foggiest what is going on the only thing I could think of that sounds silly is the bullet wound was in the center of his forehead like do people that you know I will say that that yeah that's that's typically not not I wouldn't think like Law and Order back yeah. to Sam Waterston that's not how things go but now that you say that I'm reminded of the fact that he, he said it was here the bullet wound is in his forehead but the blood like ran down like the right side of his yeah what does that mean if it was right here wouldn't it just oh, would it go like straight, straight down? down your nose so is someone was covering it up or something like that no like if he was slumped over like he then oh then, well, yeah. if he slumped to the right then it would have pulled to the right Oh yeah, I was thinking he was already like he fell he asleep out dead. there, and somebody popped him. That's possible, I guess. Yeah, but there's no we. Have, I guess it's possible. But a giraffe could have come by, and that like we have no proof of anything. Giraffes don't have thumbs. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, we're back to thumbs. Okay. <laughs> curses. A lot of hinges on the thumb. Curses. A lot is. The could you, ima- could for you imagine if an octopus had eight thumbs? That'd be horrible. Like they, all the things they could grasp. They can already like they can get themselves out of a screw top lid jar. Get themselves out of it? You put them in a jar, like with water and stuff that, like that. That would freak me the F out. Like with and you screw the lid down, they can get themselves That's out. It's like that scene in Jurassic Park where like, well the raptors can't open doors. Oh yeah, we're fine, let's say open doors. Yeah. You see one jingling the keys in the lock. <laughs> Swiping his ID badge. <laughs> Forgot to shut those off. <laughs> Good job, Karen. Good job. Uh, so they all return the city around two. I don't know. I have no. I have no. I have I've, no earthly idea. I have no earthly idea. You want to just hear it? Yeah. <sighs> Had Perita shot himself on the bench during the windstorm, 
The blood from the wound would not have descended in a solid line down his face. The wind would have smeared it over his face and spattered it on his clothing. Hence, how does he knew he was killed somewhere else in the suicide fix? The windstorm was the clue. <laughs> how many times has the windstorm been the clue for uh, us? Oh, we should have known. And Hal DeGene and his knowledge of local weather patterns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of local weather patterns, today is... Nothing related to that National day. Simplicity Day right. and National Different Colored Eyes Day. Isn't there a word for that? Heterozygo. Done. Homogeneous. <laughs> no, what, homogeneous. No, there's a word for that. Pasteurized. But I almost said polyamorous. <laughs> That's not it. That doesn't work at all. No, no polycolorous? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's no, what it is. There's a word for that. You know what is the worst eyeball in the world? Go ahead, go, guess. You're not going to get it. No. Goat. It's goat eyeballs. Why is it the worst one? Because they're like rectangles or squares or something. Oh, that's right. I have heard They're that not word. like circular. That's weird. It's what about cats? Cats are just slits. Polyamorous, if I were. But at least that's like <laughs> some kind of. At least you could like that's a little bit of an oval. That's roundish. It's a slit. It's a line. It's not a line. It's not a line segment. This is what it looks Putting like. fingers up over your eyeballs does not <laughs> make you okay. You've convinced not, me. Does not a cat make you <laughs> okay? You've convinced me though. Wow. Yeah, square eyes, square pupil sounds sounds funky. It's just nature abhors straight lines. Is Think that everything? No, but like think about it. nature doesn't like straight lines. So why does it go? Because it comes out from nature. Done. Mm-hmm. Joe, is that how, how do you want to wrap this up? You wrap it up. I no, no, I refuse to wrap. You wrap it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> you're motorboating. <laughs> you old sailor, you.